I should put this mirror right here because I can look at myself. Mm, it's like a comfort thing. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Thank Me Later podcast. I'm your host, Brittany. And should I do that over? OMG. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thank Me Later podcast. I am your host, Brittany, and today we are doing a segment from We Outside. And if you are new here, Thank Me Later is a podcast where we talk about my favorite books, TV shows, movies, music, and other things like... I have not worked on this intro, if you cannot tell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thank Me Later podcast with your girl, Brittany. Today's segment is We Outside, and we will be discussing my birthday trip. Happy birthday! The Thank Me Later podcast is a show where we talk about books, movies, TV shows, and music, as well as my faves, just things to do, my favorite things that I have enjoyed doing things that I feel like other people may enjoy doing or um, would like to see or take part in. Just a podcast about faves and whatnot. I really think that that's my tagline. Let me know. Um, Actually, don't let me know. It's doing a little something to my spirit. But anyway, today we will be talking about my birthday trip. I went to Tulum and Cancun. It was a week-long trip, and let's get into it. Okay, this is the We Outside theme song that I'm working on. Y'all let me know. Boom, boom. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> outside, we outside, outside, boom, boom, outside, outside. We Outside is a segment on the Thank Me Later podcast where I talk about being outside and the fun things that exist outside including restaurants places to travel to things to do things like that um yeah if you guys have any recommendations for things you think that i should go to or um, are fun maybe people don't really know about them and may enjoy them please let me know and i'm excited to get started so let's do it okay so just some background ever since i was like 16 I never really enjoyed spending my birthday at home. I always wanted to just go somewhere. And I think specifically for my 16th birthday, I went to North Carolina because me and my niece were actually born on the same day. Crazy story, but me and her spent our birthday together in North Carolina where she lived at the time. And my mom's family is also from North Carolina. So it was like a cute little two for one. But ever since that birthday, I just wanted to always go somewhere on my birthday I never really wanted to be home and I just wanted to be active and I don't know I just think it's kind of like sometimes it can be good just like waking up and doing nothing on your birthday but for me I feel like my birthday is one of those days where I just want to wake up somewhere else and doing other things that really aren't regular or typical or ordinary because it's another year that God has blessed me with and I'm alive so I just feel like I should just take it to the max and always celebrate it. Other places I have been for my birthday are like Miami. I went to New Orleans last year. That was a lot of fun. As I release Mexico content, I may just release the New Orleans content at the same time because it was great. We had um, two big houses, a pool, 
and we were just in New Orleans. Like, I actually may have to run that back. I really enjoy um, just traveling for my birthday and doing something new. But I feel like for these last few years or just recently, I have have planned a trip for my birthday and then I've always like been home on my birthday. Even last year, I think my birthday was like in the middle of the week, so we traveled that weekend. And even this year, my birthday was in the middle of the week, but I was like, you know what? I have had a long year. I deserve rest and relaxation, so... I hosted people, I had a group of friends come with me to Tulum. I hosted them from the 11th to the 15th. And then after Tulum and after we dropped them off at the Cancun airport, we actually stayed longer in Cancun, um, which was really amazing because things are more accessible in Cancun than Tulum. And I spent my birthday out of the country and I think it's my first time doing that. I think it's the first time I like woke up on my birthday and was and was in another country, but it was lit. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Okay, so let's jump in. So I chose Tulum because Tulum looked cute. Like, come on, y'all have seen it. Y'all have seen the girls going to Tulum. I was like, okay, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, okay. And it's a trip to Mexico. Like it's not going to be crazy expensive, especially for the people coming with me. And it'll just be fun. So my birthday is August 17th. And of course, I'm like a summer sun child. So I'm always going to go somewhere where it's like nice, warm, has a beach, that type of thing. I don't mind the heat at all. I do not mind it. I woke up in Mexico for my birthday and the reason I chose Tulum was because it was cute. It, I felt like was reasonable and I just wanted to experience it for myself. Um, I had already been, I had already been to Cancun and Cabo and I was like, okay, let's add a new place to the list. So Tulum it was. And even speaking to people who had already been to Tulum, they were saying that, you know, it wasn't very developed um, in terms of like the roads and getting from place to place. You will need a car or to catch a taxi or some form of transportation. So we felt like it would be a good idea to just get our transportation taken care of. So we got, we booked private transportation if y'all want the deets, let me know. It was very reasonable, extremely. And I'm I'm somebody who I always compare prices and like talk to different people. And the company we booked ours through, I felt like they were very reasonable. They were weren't trying to like price gouge us. It was nice. Like we set it up for days we had excursions. We got like less driving time, but for days like where it was our beach day or we knew that we were going out. Then we booked it for like consecutive hours. I think like 10 hours or six hours, whatever the case may be. And they were pretty much like on call um, whenever we needed to be picked up or go out. They were extremely punctual. So I would 10 out of 10 would recommend them. And we got our transportation set up. Chuki ended up picking the Airbnb. Chuki is my boo, my boyfriend, my love bug. Um, the Airbnb he picked was gorgeous and yeah so once the once the logistics were taken care of we knew how we were getting 
from Cancun Airport. And that's another thing, like Tulum is an hour and a half from Cancun. So you do have to fly into Cancun and then drive to Tulum. He also set up the excursion and yeah, we were just gonna play everything else by ear. Oh, my girl Kiera told me from when she went to Tulum that one of the things that everybody should be doing is following Black in Tulum because I think she had went somewhere and it looked nice. It looked like they had a lot of fun when they went, but she was saying like it was empty and everybody, especially all the black people, the party was really at the Black in Tulum event. So if you do plan on going to Tulum, make sure you follow Black in Tulum. And so as a group, we all got tickets for, they had a, pro so I think, I'm pretty sure they have something like every single day, but we got tickets for that Friday. There was like a party going on. I think it was like a Jungle House or something like that, or maybe it was at Jungle House. And the tickets were like $25. There was a choice to buy the $25 tickets or get a table, which I think came with like one bottle for $800. And, you know, everybody was asking me, okay, like what does the birthday girl wanna do? What does the birthday girl wanna do? And we know how the table cultures and clubs have transformed us and really just shook this nation upside down in a way that I like, because like, yes, you can have your own section, but it's also like, damn, I'm really paying club price for these bottles that I said I would never pay club price for. So that's neither here nor there. But at the time when we were planning this trip, it was like, are we in a recession? <laughs> and so I already kind of felt extremely grateful for everybody that was coming. Did not want them to spend a whole lot of extra money. And so I was like, yeah, no, we don't need to get the table. We just got our $25 tickets. And I was like, I'm gonna just give it to God and we'll have fun which I'm glad we did that and I'll tell y'all why. The trip was from the 11th to the 18th and so that Thursday that we came in, we had staggered arrival times and so we ended up just meeting up at this restaurant at the airport as we waited for everybody to come in. It was actually funny and our first introduction to Mexico slash Tulum of them kind of just trying to like rip Americans off a little bit. Like our friends were at Terminal 4 and we came in at Terminal 3 and they kept telling us they were at this restaurant. We were like, okay, we don't see it, we don't see it. Okay, well you're at Terminal 3, how do we get there? We saw signs for the free airport shuttle and I'm like, bet, it's gonna take us right there, whatever, whatever. And there's a whole lot of people out there that's like, okay, where are you going? Terminal 3, okay, we'll take you there, da 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 and I'm like, I thought the shuttle was coming. He's like, oh, the shuttle could take like 35 minutes. We'll get you there quicker, da da da. And I almost fell for it because I was very hungry. But then these girls next to us, they were like, y'all, the shuttle's coming in like five minutes. Do not pay for a taxi to get there. Um, and sure enough, when we got on the shuffle, it says like, do not pay for a taxi between terminals. Like we provide this free service, it's free, don't worry about it. They're just trying to get you. So we got to the restaurant, we ate, had some shots. As soon as everybody arrived, we kind of played Uno at the table, had some fun. We met up with our driver and started our quest to Tulum. So again, Tulum is one and a half hours from Cancun. So of course, everybody in the van went to sleep. 
but we did ask the driver um, if we could go to the grocery store before we got to the house just to get like some water, liquor, things for breakfast, things for the trip, things that maybe we forgot at home. So about 45 minutes into the trip, he took us to this big ass grocery store. Oh my gosh, what is the name of it? Okay, okay, okay. It's called Shadrau, C-H-E-D-R-A-U-I in Puerto Aventuras. And y'all, they had everything, every single type of Fanta, Coke you could imagine, LaCroix, natural juice, sparkling water, all the tequila, Bacardi, Malibu, vodka you could drink. They even had these cute little cans of Jack Daniels, like sparkling water, but mixed with their Tennessee honey. I don't know. And it was only like 29 pesos. So they just had a lot of cool things. So we honestly took a minute in that store just getting everything for breakfast getting these different snacks we did hear that in mexico they had some of the best doritos and like it's like the real thing i think between all of us we got like three four bags of doritos and of course a ton of water because because as many of you know you cannot drink the water in mexico um, even for like brushing your teeth and things like that so we just wanted to make sure to be covered for our week stay um, and also just you know get some mixers and chasers we got some hot sauce waffles turkey bacon things for breakfast and it was cute and with our big cart I think we only spent like one hundred and like thirty dollars with everything included liquor food water toiletries uh, me and Chuki even got like a whole rotisserie chicken and like some rice. That by itself was probably like five US dollars. So yeah, we did really good. Got to the house. The house was gorgeous. I'm definitely going to do some content around the house. The outside was gorgeous. I even had a shower outside by the pool. I was living, baby. I was, I was living. And so that night when we got in on Thursday after the grocery store and all that and all of our flights, we just were tired. We decided not to go out that night. And instead, we just had like a little pool party because when else were we going to actually enjoy the pool? So we just kind of got settled, put things away, changed and put our swimsuits on and got in the pool. I played some drinking games. Y'all know y'all love that shot o'clock stuff. And so that is Thursday. The next day was our excursion day. It was also the day we wanted to make breakfast at home. So we spent the greater part of that morning trying to figure out how to use that oven and stove. It was very foreign to us everything was in celsius and the burners were different to this day i still don't know who figured it out or how they did it but yeah we cooked a bunch of eggs cut up some mango had the turkey bacon the sausage the waffles the biscuits now i was in charge of the biscuits and the waffles which i did burn them it was it was a trial run with these biscuits and waffles in that oven because I know what was going on. Um, but I had to end up putting it on the top rack. And then we got ready to go for our excursion. And I forgot to mention this, but the theme was blue. Like y'all know how everybody, every, every time you go somewhere, I feel like as a black person, you have to choose a color coordinated day for either the boat and or the dinner. And so that's what we did 
And I took it a step further and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear blue the whole entire trip. My nails were blue. My toes were blue. Had blue in my hair. And all of my clothes were blue. And I was like, okay, this is very easy. <laughs> so that's what I did. And it was cute. So we did that. Our driver picked us up to go to our excursion, which we had to end up getting on another bus. One thing that kind of blew me was that our excursion, like there are no excursions in, in Tulum, I feel like. Our excursions were driving us pretty much up towards Cancun or Playa del Carmen, and it just wasn't close. So it was further than we anticipated, but it was cool. So we went to the excursion place. And also one thing about Tulum, like they will try to get you for everything you got. We get there, mind you have already paid for all of our tickets and things like that. And they're like, yeah, we know you guys paid, but we have this other experience we think you guys would really like. It comes with like unlimited food da, 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 versus the two tacos that were included in the tickets that we already purchased. It comes with an even better cenote and more time at the cenote. And it was like an extra $40 per person. Now, again, anytime I go on trips, I try to be super duper mindful of the people with me. But also just like, damn, we could not even get our foot in the door before they were trying to sell us something else. So I really wasn't with it. And we didn't upgrade our package. So we started first with ATVs. And I feel like as a whole, the place was just kind of janky. It was just giving like oh scamming a little bit just a little bit like we get there our first thing is to go on the atvs i don't know why i'm over here wearing sneakers when i should have been wearing swim shoes because the puddles it was so like watery um on the atv course and of course everybody's going fast everybody said i was driving like a grandma but i was trying to not flip off the damn thing and i wasn't trying to get my shoes wet they ended up getting soaked and almost ruined but Chuki brought them back to life but the ATV course was wet AF and it was like huge puddles just falling on you like all of us had to take like a little mud rinse off at the end and also on the course like two of the people who came with me their ATVs were like going slow not really working just really bootleg stuff. That's why I said like this, whatever company this is, I don't know. I may have to leave a, a review, y'all. I, I may have to leave a review because I did not like how these things were happening. Like y'all are getting all this money. Y'all are trying to upsell people at the door. I know y'all got money. Like maybe pay to replace some of this equipment if it's like broke down. Child, it was a lot, but that was the ATVs. It was really fun. I almost fell off of one because I'm over here trying to keep up with the group, turn all these damn corners, avoid the puddles. I don't know why the instructor was like, yeah, when you get to a puddle, slow down. Wasn't nobody slowing down. Nobody. So I'm over here trying to, you know, just make it and turn the corner and have fun and all this stuff. Child, I'm telling you, my butt came up like 10 feet in the air. And I was like, oh, <laughs> First of all, I'm not paying for no broken ATV when ATV was probably already broke before I got it. My brakes were bad. I forgot to mention that. So as I'm trying to like slow down towards the corners or just like not bump into people, my brakes were horrible. So I'm at one point I tried to brake as I turned the corner and it just kind of propelled me up damn near halfway all the way off of the bike. 
after that, I was like, I'm not going fast no more. Y'all can keep it. I will do this ATV course grandma style. And that's exactly what I did. So after ATV, we did our little rinse off. I switched into my swim shoes because I bought them. That's why I was so mad. I was over here trying to be all athletic and sporty with my sneakers. Really, when the ATV course was a damn almost lake. But after the ATV course, we had a tequila tasting. And that was like surprising to me. I was like, OMG, what? I wasn't expecting it. And I was actually very glad because I wanted to have a tequila tasting in Mexico. Didn't know when it was going to happen. I'm sure it would have been easy to like schedule, but they just already did it for us. And the people who were doing it, they were like, yeah, y'all, this is that good, good. And it was, it was, I will not contest that. It was some coffee tequila I think it's called like Damiana one was called like hoochie coochie um it was a good time but I just can't get over how in the beginning she was like yeah y'all we're not sold anywhere in mass the only place you can pretty much purchase this alcohol is from right here or the building that it's literally manufactured out of like we're not on Amazon da 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 spoiler alert when we got to Cancun and started looking on Amazon they damn sure were on Amazon so she lied but anyway after the tequila tasting, we do the cenote. And I loved my first experience in the cenote. I went when I was in Cancun. It was like in an actual underground cave type thing. There were like bats in there. It was dope. So for this time, I was like, hell yeah, I want to do a cenote, you know? So we go and it's an open body of water. I will show you guys. But again, the life jackets, I feel like were a little janky. They had three ways you could get in to the cenote. So once we get there, they had three ways that you could get into the cenote. One, you could take the zip line, which was high already, and then it stopped you nowhere close to the water for me. It's like it kind of stopped you at a very random point that is still very high in air. I've seen zip lines where it may start high and then it gets gradually a shorter and shorter distance between the zip line and the actual water. But this, it was still kind of high. Again, I feel like it was a little janky, but whatever. People were doing it and having a great time. Chuki ended up doing it. I was super duper proud of him because he do not be into the water thing. He did not even get into the pool, I feel like, <laughs> when we were at the actual house. And yeah, he just do not be messing with it. So for him to to do a zip line and, and jump into a body of water, I was like, yeah. Yeah, he did that. The second way, which you can actually jump just off of the cliff straight into the cenote. My friend Alana did that. Big ups to her. Super duper brave. Yeah, y'all see how I'm naming everybody else but me because y'all know which way I did. I chose the easy route or as they call it, the scaredy cow route. You can call it what you want and just walk down the steps and got into that water. And let me tell you, that felt like a damn obstacle course because once you're in the water, you have like, one or two like little ropes that you can hold on to but everybody was holding on to those ropes and my friend Jania she got her waterproof case thing trapped with the rope and her like neck was stuck and I was like trying to watch we were trying to watch so her boyfriend Isaiah was doing the zip line with Chuki and I was trying to watch them and one kept going after the other it was just hectic I'm over here trying to get her untied and and see and turn around I can't even turn around in the water y'all it was chaotic it was a lot going on um 
Then when other people tried to come down, the rope was getting more crowded. People were like hurting themselves on the steps. It was a lot. And so I was kind of ready to leave that part of the excursion. And the last part is zip line. Now really, I would have preferred to do the zip line first because me, I am kind of afraid of heights. Like I'm not a roller coaster girl. You will not catch me jumping off of anything anytime soon if I do then please know it took me a long time to get to that point but I'm just like a play it safe you know not too much like I really be chilling when it comes to all that stuff like I'm not really adventurous when it comes to stuff like that but I do like a good zip line I can't say I love it 100% but I like a good zip line it is scary for me though because I do not like you know like the feeling in your stomach what uh. so I was actually glad because this one was only three zip lines. And I was like, okay, I can, I can do it. I can do it three times. And so we do it. They're not horribly high up. Um, so it was a cool experience. And then we get to the last zip line, which is the highest zip line. And we're walking up all these stairs. And I'm noticing everybody is going upside down. In my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. The closer and closer we get up everybody is doing it because as soon as you get up there and you know he hooks you he's like yeah lean back do this da, da, da. and i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh so i'm like why not because when when other what other time am i gonna be able to say that i did it upside down so i get up there and i'm one of those people i need a hundred percent certainty guarantee before i really do anything and everybody else kept backing up and flipping up so easy. I was like, wait, how, how, how do you do this? What do I do? And he was like, okay, sit down, lean back. It was like a whole thing. And I honestly still don't feel like I was up there a hundred percent upside down the way the perfect Spider-Man pose, the way people were, but I did it. And then I flipped back over and went the regular way. And I was super duper proud of myself. So that was a huge thing. And so that was the end of the excursion. We had a great, great time when we got back home. It was pretty late already. Like, I think we had left around like one and we got back around eight. So it was a really long day, a lot of traveling. It was like one of those things where they drop you off. They drop other people off at their hotels. And then we got dropped off at the supermarket. So we still had to get picked up and then drop back off home and then picked up again for the night out. So, yeah, we got back changed real quick went out to the black and tulum event the jungle house which was only like 10 or 15 minutes from our airbnb so it was hella close hella convenient we had time to like pre-game and do all the things that people do in mexico and when i tell y'all we had a time we had a time we walk in it's gorgeous i feel like whatever Tulum or just Mexico in general is doing in terms of like architecture and art and how they use wood and lighting in their buildings and restaurants I love it it's just it's so aesthetic it's so beautiful and so we walk in we immediately start taking pictures and it's empty so again y'all know we bought the $25 tickets we did not buy a table but then there were empty tables so we just sat at a table we actually sat right next to people who were from Baltimore and some of the people in my group were talking to them and we sat down we got some bottles we get to drinking and y'all already know how that goes like your girl was grunk 
drunk and it was just like one of those nights where like just the vibes were right the dj was killing it we ended up ordering two bottles we were drinking and then when we finally ate when i tell y'all i think i got like a steak taco and also this is one thing i didn't say about the excursion they also tried to upsell us when we got to the lunch part. Now, I again, I have been to an excursion in Mexico. They typically just leave you alone after a certain part. But they were still trying to upsell us. And like they had other food items because, of course, the two tacos were very skimpy. But then also, after you pay the seven US dollars for tacos, which is hella expensive in Mexico, but it's like, I hate to say tourist trap, but they really do try to get you. So we pay seven dollars for these tacos. I got steak. When I tell you that steak was mostly gristle, yeah. And I think other people got like some nachos and some guacamole. It was cool. But anyway, back to the club. So we got their tacos. Now their tacos was bussin'. Ooh, them shits was bussin'. And it was like some little sauce that came with it. It was like brown and like not too sweet, kind of tart and savory. I don't know what that sauce was, but them tacos were amazing. And you already know if you're lit, whatever you eat is gonna be good. But those tacos were tried and true. Looking back, I really wish we had thanked and met the person who made those tacos because they were just that good. And so after we eat the tacos, we just kind of like, we're dancing. Like we are standing on tables. Some people are strolling because there are a lot of black Greeks here. The DJ is like shouting out DC, shouting out Baltimore, shouting out the Greeks, playing the Greek songs. And it's just like, it was a movie. It was definitely a movie. And then our driver picked us up. We went back to the house. It's like three, four o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> we luckily we didn't have anything planned for Saturday. And like, that's why I really enjoyed this trip because I feel like it was a lot of busy stuff, but then a lot of like downtime. And so the next morning, I don't think people got up to like maybe like 10 or 11. And then we were just able to chill and just like, drag our feet drink our water drink our liquid iv do what we wanted to do eat and we got ready for our beach day so again it's blue i'm still wearing blue my booty was out this day i love a good it was actually my first time like really wearing like a thong bikini outside the particular bikini i wore i feel like i have had for years but just never felt comfortable enough to wear it but i finally wore it ass cheeks were all out and yeah, it was lit. We went to this beach club called Ziggy's Beach Bar. And it was actually a recommendation from our driver. And I'm glad he recommended it because it was a vibe. It had They had a $50 minimum if you wanted to like use their beach beds and tables. Um, a $50 minimum per person. And you just spend it on food and drinks. So it wasn't horrible. The food was bussing. The drinks were bussing. So... I was just happy to be there and we brought our speaker and yeah, we just chilled vibe. Y'all know we was playing some Beyonce. We played Family Feud. Chuki loves Family Feud and we played a couple of rounds of that game, which is always funny. I feel like because it's just funny to see people like competitive and like also some of the answers that are that are on these cards it's like you know that is not realistic some of the answers i feel like are really outdated and some of the answers are like what how was that on there like one question was 
What would a cowboy bring with him on a long journey west? And one of the answers was like a blow up doll and porn. (laughs) But for some of the other questions, like the black answers, they really didn't have. And that's why I really, I don't know who is out there listening. You thinking about a game. Create the black version of Family Feud. Just go up to people and just ask them questions. And I promise you, more teams will win. But anyway, so we played Family Feud. We took a lot of pictures, um, went into the water. The water did have a lot of seaweed. It had like a lot towards the front, like near the shore. You try to like move past that and you can go very deep and still be standing. But after you move past that, it was like, damn, the seaweed is still getting me on my legs and knees and stuff. Yeah, I ain't staying in that water long. It was nice though. (laughs) It was definitely nice. And one of my friends, Jada, she was like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to see the blue water. The water was not blue. It was not blue. Maybe we came at like the wrong time of the year, but yeah. It was fun though. And we took some group pics, had a blast. Then we went home. And that night we had a reservation, our blue dinner at Casa Jaguar, which was very cute. Kind of like upper scale restaurant. They had like octopus and a good steak, OMG, and like fresh red snapper. Um, It was beautiful. So we had saw a club on our way in and we were like, okay, we're going to go to that club. But we didn't realize how far it was. So as we were walking, we just stopped at another club that looked lit. And it actually was lit. I had a ball. They were like eating the girls up in terms of entertainment in Tulum. Like, let me see. Did I not take videos? The the workers were like dancing on the bar and there was a lot of smoke. Theatrics and balloons. And they were like doing cha-cha lines throughout the restaurant. So we had a great time that night. We ended up bringing it in earlier around like one. We did not even end up going to that other club. I think it was like a hookah lounge too. Um, But I probably everywhere on that strip has hookah. And this was like the hotel zone, the hotel strip. There was like everything in like walking distance and it was really cool. I had fun. They were like going around, putting shots in people's mouth. Same thing in the other club. And that's what was kind of getting us more and more lit. We really had no choice but to be lit. Yes, we got two bottles and we crushed those bottles. Like there was nothing left. But in the midst of everything, they were like, okay, whose birthday is it? Hey, hey, birthday girl. Tequila squirt. Everybody else was getting tequila squirts. It's like every five, every five, 10 minutes, they was coming around. I was like, OMG, hold on, wait a minute. So yeah, we had hella tequila. And so then that was Saturday. And as you can tell now, like it's been a great trip. Nothing but good vibes. As we're riding with our private driver we're like playing Beyonce and just like singing along the words and we're eating good we're definitely having good club experiences we're being safe um watching out for each other taking care of each other and just like having fun I remember (laughs) there was a moment there was like a little boy outside the club (laughs) who was waiting for us outside of Jungle House because of course like they see us and like how flashy some 
black people convenience. I do feel like it's a black thing, but I feel like all tourists, but they definitely see how flashy some black people are. And they're like, Ooh, you got money, huh? So he was definitely waiting for us <laughs> when we got out of that club. He did. He came to collect his, his, his funds from us. <laughs> Because he was like looking at some of the dude's chains and jewelry. He's like, oh yeah, y'all got money. Like, can I have some? Can you can you bop this dream catcher? So, you know, we had to support. Same thing at the beach. And the beach was like almost, it was almost too much. Like we were kind of getting very irritated because the same people kept coming around trying to sell us things. And we were like, oh, okay, no, thank you. No, we're okay. We're not interested. They would come back two minutes later. Still trying to sell us things. Another person will come trying to sell us things. And it was just like, it's very hard to like just sit back and chill because they're going to be like, hey, hello, support, da, 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 which I never mind supporting, but it was almost like nonstop. Five hours later. Hello. Yeah, it looks like it's working. Okay, hello, everyone. We are back. I have changed my clothes, tried to get more comfortable, child, my camera. I done ran my memory card up. Can y'all believe? And I'm actually going back and forth. I feel like sometimes you have to realize for yourself that you're doing too much. I think all these visual aspects I'm trying to do are a little bit too much <laughs> for right now. Because like, first of all, editing on YouTube is a full-time job, seriously. Editing for this podcast is actually a little bit better because I don't have to worry about the visual components. Because if I do the YouTube, then I would have to think about captions and words on the screen. And there's such like a graphic design component to it. That's fun, but it takes a minute. So anyway, I say all that to say, tell me what y'all think. Saturday, we had our beach day and then we went to the club on Monday. Actually on Sunday, we have the yacht day and... Oh my gosh, when I tell y'all, it was one of the best yacht days I have ever had because it was the most perfect, beautiful day. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't crazy. It was like a nice breeze. The water looked beautiful. And it was it was a vibe. Like we were, you know, taking shots here and there, doing a lot of that, but we honestly were not drinking that much. And we had the yacht for five hours. And it included the, of course, like open bar, ceviche, guacamole. And I don't think I've ever done a boat. I have done a boat in Cabo, but it was like a much bigger boat. Not like a personal, um, like, yacht for, for the girls. And so getting like this more intimate, personalized experience was hella dope, y'all. When I tell you that was the best ceviche and guacamole I have ever had in my life. And I was somebody who thought that I wasn't even a ceviche girly. But I tell you what, I am. I am her. I love ceviche. It was shrimp ceviche. I think one was fish, one was shrimp um, for people who didn't eat fish or were allergic to fish. But it was amazing. And honestly, we were vibing, listening to music and stuff. But our uh, the only thing that was kind of sus for me was our captain or crew like they kept lowering our music and I didn't understand why they kept doing that they kept saying oh like no loud noises no loud noises okay cool but it's like y'all want the volume on five and I'm on the boat uh-uh that's not what we're doing also like what 
Um, and of course we would get to certain parts that were more like a residential area. So we couldn't, we couldn't play it loud, but during those times he turned it all off and other boats had their music on. So I'm like jamming from other boats music when I had a very nice playlist set up. Um, and in general, I'm just one of those people who I just want to listen to music all day long. So yeah, um, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah, we had ended up like going out on like the front of the boat and just like laying out and taking a nap and just honestly enjoying the view. When I tell you it was gorgeous, it was such a beautiful sight to see and it was just so peaceful. It was like, wow, like I am alive. <laughs> That's what my friend Joe kept like referencing. Like she really just kept showing so much gratitude for the surroundings. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she's right. Like this place is beautiful. We are really in Mexico right now. Looking at all of this goodness, like it was such a sight to behold. After the boat, they had a bar, a pharmacy, and a gift shop that was still open. So we sat down and ordered some wings from the bar, which I was very surprised that that was an option and it was like, which I guess not surprised because maybe they they know what uh, American, they have studied what Americans want. Yeah, those chicken wings were good. They like cook them regularly and then like put the hot sauce in a separate bag so you can kind of determine how much you wanted on it. Going on this trip was beautiful because I saw more of Mexico. I had such like an authentic experience and part of that was our driver taking us to that supermarket from before. Um, because they do have things like Walmart and Sam's Club, but he took us to an authentic Mexican supermarket. And he also took us to this taco stand row, which is exactly what it sounds like. You have three or four stands. In some areas in Mexico, it's like a longer strip, but it was only like three or four carts. And one of them was actually vegan, which I was surprised to see. And they had like hamburgers and they made french fries from scratch y'all i saw him pick up the potato and make those french fries and so it was it was dope to watch and witness they also had a very popular stand it had like six al pastor tacos for 50 pesos and honestly i wish i would have got them i wish i would have got them i had the wings and i was like oh i'm gonna eat these wings and we were leaving the next day i didn't want to like leave a whole bunch of food but oh my gosh when I like, and y'all heard me say six for 50 pesos while the excursion place was charging people seven US dollars. So 50 pesos is like maybe like $2.50. They were charging us seven US dollars for three tacos that were poorly made, y'all. I don't mind paying any amount when I go to another country, but it's like, do not scam me. And shout out to whoever made it, but it's like, y'all know that y'all wouldn't even be able to sell that taco in any other part of Mexico, but y'all come here and sell it to us? People would throw that taco away in Mexico? Yeah, anyway. Then um, we got home, of course, we like cleaned up, packed, went to sleep. And I felt so happy because everybody that I came with enjoyed themselves. They had a great time. It was such a good vibe. Even just based on that first part, it was literally the best birthday trip I've ever had. And it will just go down in history as just such a peaceful, beautiful time. It's like we had traveled before and it's, you cannot travel with everybody. We know this, but 
we had a really great group and I'm, I'm thankful it was really easy getting from one place to the other. I was just very happy that the general consensus was that it was an amazing trip. And that's the first half of the trip. So most of the people on the trip were leaving the next day, all except for one. We took them to the airport on Monday, had to wake up super duper early. Y'all know we slept that whole ride, dropped them off, and then we went to our Airbnb. And I'm like smiling ear to ear right now because this part of my birthday trip was like, really ended up being like my favorite part because to me it just screamed vacation like i have never vacationed before and i was really thankful to be able to have the opportunity to relax the way that i did and so we go to this airbnb it's called casa barbie and it is in central cancun it's like 10 minutes from the mall 20 minutes from the airport we got the airbnb because of that convenience I don't know. My expectations weren't high at all for this. I was just like, okay, well, I'm excited to not have to do anything. And that was enough. But when we actually got to the Airbnb, I was just taken away. The house we had in Tulum was gorgeous, but that house in Cancun, that it was different. So this Airbnb, first of all, you go there, it's like color. There's a mural on the wall of Frida Kahlo, and you step in, it's a huge kitchen. Actually, not even huge, it, nothing was like insane. It was like just enough, and that's like the skill of their architecture in Mexico. Like, nothing is too flashy. They really just wow you with the cuts and corners of the house, and it had a lot of open windows, and also like nature works to the benefit of Mexico, because it's Mexico, like what? So anyway, we get in, there is a beautifully sized kitchen, new appliances, beautiful wooden like family style table. There are bar stools, couches, nice rug, huge mirrors, huge mirrors. The place that we were in Tulum, they did not have full size mirrors. That Cancun house, they had tons of them all over the place. Like, ugh. It had a huge mirror and then, um, Reminiscent of its name, it had a long standing case of Barbies and the owner of the home is a collector of like special edition Barbies and uh, it was gorgeous. And so then you go and you have like a family room with a TV, you have a sitting area that's outside, huge tree in it, washing machine, um, just like a little patio. Mind you, next to the Barbie, Stan was a shared outdoor space, but it was like right outside the door. That's like gorgeous and has all these tall trees and beautiful walkway. And then, yeah, bathroom is beautiful. Everything is so nice. And then you turn, there's a full size mirror on the wall and that wall is opposite a huge mural of, uh, a, uh, don't get me to lie, like a dragonfly. It's a long-standing mural of some type of bird or insect. When I show y'all what it is, don't be like, girl, you ain't know this. No, not at the moment, okay? It had a beautiful mural. I have literally had to say that three times. And then um, you walk up the steps and there's nothing but floor to ceiling windows, just open windows, open space. There's a huge closet, huge, beautiful bathroom. Oh, uh, there, there's like things floating over the bed and just like windows everywhere. 
and like oh my tattoo is itching and it's like yeah it did get hot <laughs> it did get hot with those windows on the bed especially in the morning when the sun was rising but it was like a good heat it was like baby you talking about natural sunlight what uh that is like one of the most beautiful homes i've ever been in i think it is the most um, both of those in Tulum, but that one definitely takes the cake and it was just gorgeous. So we get there and we go find a brunch spot. The brunch spot we actually went to twice. It was a really random, I think we tried to go to one place. So our Airbnb host left recommendations. We tried to go to one place. We downloaded DD. DD is like Uber in Mexico. We downloaded DD, has super cheap rides. I think our most expensive trip was like 150 pesos and below. Like most things are going to cost 50 pesos or 30 pesos um, or 70 pesos. But yeah, it's really cheap. And we take the DD to that place because it's right down the street. We just didn't want to walk. And they end up being closed. So we run across the Mexican highway. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the Starbucks across the street because there was no, there really was nowhere else for us to go. Like we have to cross this highway to get from one side to the other. And we get there to get some Wi-Fi and kind of sit and figure things out. And we decide on this place. It's called, <sighs> and side note, I cannot wait to share. I had a little, photo shoot on my birthday I'm jumping ahead of myself but I can't wait to share my photos because mm -mm -mm. boy it was I cute so y'all not gonna tell me where it was it was it's called Acaza Cocina de Herencia I-C-A-Z-A and it was kind of hard to find so once we decided on the place we got a DD went there Actually, I think we walked there. <laughs> we actually walked there. So went right back across the highway, walked to find this place. And it was just like in the most random alley, but it was the most beautiful restaurant. We sat outside, but we were able to like bring a fan over to us. Because I will tell you right now, I don't really care about being hot. I am just one of those people, like, it can get to be extremely uncomfortable for people, but I'm really just chilling because I do not mind being hot. I would rather be hot than be cold. I cannot stand to be cold. And y'all know your girl takes iron pills, so you already know. You already know I don't need to even be cold. <laughs> like, so we see as they're walking by these beautiful smoothies that they're taking to people's tables and so we sit down and we each order a smoothie but really actually so they didn't have physical menus they just had like pdfs and we were literally in google translate trying to figure out what everything meant we kind of deciphered okay this is pancakes this smoothie has bananas strawberries coconut mangoes this has pork and tortilla chips like we we were just able to discern uh, what was what and so we ordered and we got these smoothies these smoothies were huge they were so big and I think the smoothie only cost like 300 pesos like so I can't really speak to whether the the restaurant was like expensive or inexpensive be because it wasn't like five-star dining quote unquote but you could tell like it was a really respected establishment you could tell that they 
had chefs back there. It was well ran. They had a proper chef. It was beautiful and they charged their worth. That's what I'm saying. So you can tell it's just all natural. It's no like artificial sweeteners and just the junk that can even be found at our local smoothie shops. It was just a smoothie. And I ordered the pancakes with fruit. I thought it came with bacon. It did not. So I just had the pancakes, which honestly, I could not even finish that. But anyway, yeah, we got it, ate down. It was delicious, beautiful choice. Went back home to the Airbnb. We kind of each went our separate ways within the house. I was upstairs just taking in all of the sunlight, literally just on TikTok. I didn't have nothing to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like I was chilling. And so we're just each doing our own thing, unwinding towards... The time when we started getting hungry again, we all like congregated together. We were like, do we want to go out right now? We can, but we don't really want to. And we saw that they had Uber Eats. This Uber Eats was the biggest blessing of God ever. Y'all, they had everything on this Uber Eats. The Uber Eats fees were like $2. The stuff from restaurants were like typical prices that you would expect like it was like 70 pesos for this 100 pesos for this the prices were amazing so we ordered so much that first night i think i got like one of the and they and they be having deals one of the places had like buy one get one sushi so i got some sushi i got short rib gyozas i got what else did i get let me see let me see I know Alana got ramen, which her ramen smelled so good. You could like smell the chicken. I mean, you could smell the ginger and the seasonings and it was, it was good. Also, a lot of people have been asking me, I wonder, should I hide this segment into the birthday segment, into the we outside segment? Or should I make it as a second segment and trick y'all to listen to this whole thing? Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. Um, Because a lot of people have been asking me where I got that chicken from <laughs> that I ordered. And then me and Chucky both doubled back. And literally, that's all I eat this weekend. Do not judge me. But it was so good. And I don't know how, y'all. I do not know how. But somehow, some way, when the chicken got to me after going through Uber... And it is like right down the street from me. But still, I've gotten cold food from being down the street from me. When it got here, it was so hot. To the point that when Chuki picked it up and brought it back, he went to go do his thing. I was working on the podcast, so the food was just sitting there. The moment I decided, maybe 30 minutes, an hour later, to get up and go get it. Do y'all know that shit was still hot? And crispy... Y'all, the place I got it from is called New York Chicken and Waffle. It, and to top it all off, I think the delivery was free. I just look now, it's 50 cents. But I think all you had to do was order um, something over $10 and you got free delivery. So that's why I got it. I had low hopes. It was the most random Uber Eats purchase ever. And I got fried chicken and waffles. It came with 
four or six wings. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember when I was looking at the menu. One wing choice was more expensive than the other. Maybe it was the four versus the six. And I was like, I don't know, though, whether I said, okay, let me get more or let me just chill. I think I said, let me just chill and get what they got. It should be enough. I think it was four. But I felt like when I was eating, I had just enough wing for the waffle. Matter of fact, I had more wings than what I thought I had. And that's another thing, y'all. They do be giving extra. They do. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if I paid for the more expensive one. But I feel like I got a shit ton of chicken. Oh, y'all. That chicken was amazing. It is the right temperature. The waffle is good. And me, baby, I am a Waffle House girl. Pancakes are cool, but I love waffles and I really don't even eat waffles a lot in my day to day because if they can't be like Waffle House, then I don't want it. So when I tell you I ordered this random ass waffle and then started eating that shit with the chicken and the chicken, y'all, oh my gosh, it was, it was a special brand of crispy, like the shit was not regular. It's not regular carry out chicken. And so the place is called New York Fried Chicken, or I think it may be called like New York, New York and things, something like that. If you go on Uber Eats, it's New York Fried Chicken, but you really wouldn't think much of it. And I've, you know, I'm from PG. I have had carry out wings. So I'm, I knew that was what I was expecting, but baby, when I tell you they done did something with that breading, they done did something with that fry. And so y'all know I had it all weekend. So I went to a sensual chair class this weekend. Shout out my bestie, my sis Z. Follow her at In Her Zone. I went to her chair class and I knew that I was going to come home and record the Traumazine review. It is up. It should be up by the time you hear this. So go listen because y'all know I love Meg and I, I think it's a good album. I'm going to just tell y'all right now what to expect. But anyway, I knew I was going home for that. And so I was like, okay, well, let me just get the fried chicken and waffles again. So I go in the store this time. I go in that store. There's a steady stream of customers going in and out, in and out, picking up food. There, I see all women cooking. I think I seen one man in the building and I don't think he was cooking. It's like women ran, y'all. I do not know what it is, but they got one in me. They got one. As long as I'm living here, they gonna always be in business. You hear me? So that is the mystery. <laughs> chicken and waffle place and it's so funny because I really was thinking oh I should do it separate but I was like hmm what if people only go to that episode to find out then what then nothing thank y'all I had to sit through this whole thing and you better not skip but anyway the uber eats place so I was <laughs> the uber eats place in Mexico hello welcome to thank me later podcast I am Brittany and I am extremely random please please bear with me y'all okay so what did i get so i got something from one place called sushi ito combres cancun i got suteco mean sebado de treve see i don't know what any of those these things are now dang it maybe you store so yeah y'all i may i may have to do like a video of their menu because this shit is crazy so they have Satuki men, 
which is pretty much ramen with steak, shiitake mushrooms, um, stuff like that, egg seasonings. They had like, oh yeah, we got two of these. They had fried rice with beef, egg, and shrimp and mixed vegetables. And y'all, that shit was busting. And I think I got something like a shrimp tempura. Seven, 179 pesos. Short rib gyoza is 145 pesos. But still like super cheap, especially when the service fee is like 50, 60 pesos. And so I really loved it. And we ordered our Uber Eats and we had like a little movie night. We watched Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg's movie on Netflix. I think it's called Day Shift. I don't know if I'm going to talk about that that movie. I may, maybe that'll be the prelude to another movie or show I talk about, but it was cute for what it was. Um, the acting was great, of course. The acting was amazing. It was just the storyline was a little cray-cray in certain parts. But anyway, um, we watched that movie and then we watched Cheetah Girls, which I don't know if you've ever watched Cheetah Girls in Mexico, but... It was really something. It was a moment. It was like so nostalgic while I'm sitting in this beautiful house while I'm sitting in Mexico. And I just felt so happy to be there. And Monday was a success. Tuesday, this is like a very busy day for us. Um, we have been talking about getting tattoos. And me and Chuki have a bunch of tattoos. So it was really nothing to us. So once we said it once or twice, we were like, okay, guess we're getting tattoos. Which was exciting because I had never gotten tatted. We've never gotten tatted together. And I wanted to do a matching. Y'all already know that. Um, yeah, I wanted us to, to have a moment. So, and also like, I have been wanting tattoos. I haven't been tatted since last summer, which prior to that, it had been about three, four years. So honestly, I was ready to get tatted and we wanted to do that. We wanted to go to the mall and that's what we did. In the morning, we kind of chilled. I was outside on the balcony just listening to Renaissance, y'all, which don't know if you've ever listened to Renaissance on the balcony in Mexico and your birthday was the next day. But, ugh, it was a moment and it was just so beautiful outside. Yes, the mosquitoes are bad. Bring Deet. No shade, no shade to the environment, nothing like that. I love the earth and bugs and biology is cool too, but the mosquitoes will tear you up. This is like the, the underlying tone of the, the trip. Like the one thing that kind of was hella annoying and like you're trying to live your life, but the mosquitoes are getting you. And literally I was sitting down at the table outside at our Airbnb in Tulum, I got up, I had three huge ones on my booty. I had shorts on y'all. Yes, they were cheap cotton shorts, but still. <sighs> so those mosquitoes bring deet. I made sure I was like protected when I went out there, but I really just vibed and listened to music and lived my life, lived my best life. I have no regrets. And after that, we went to the mall. I've never explored Mexico much further than a resort or 
an excursion and so hella dope to just like shop in the mall and see what the mall has and how the mall is and I think it was Mall of the Americas. We went into like H&M and Bershka and Zara and it's pretty much about the same but for me it was cool to go to Bershka. I always want to know like okay what's on sale today? What is the Mexican clearance rack looking like? Like what like what's it giving and they really ain't had nothing in their uh sales <laughs> so then i just you know browsing the store i got some like platform shoes a cute purse a little dress from zara and chuki discovered a whole flag football store it was like nothing you've ever seen before but it had everything you would ever need for flag football and um, certain like jerseys and shorts and cleats and it was really dope he was really taken aback and then he met somebody who was asking him about playing at a university because Chuki played for his university and he was saying how he was thinking about doing the same for football because he's really good at football and so they just sat and talked about football flag football too because I think the dude played in a flag football league in Mexico and they took a picture together and it was really dope. And then we went to the food court. I had to have an al pastor, el pastor, al pastor taco before I left Mexico. So I got it, it was good and yummy. And then we went to get our tattoos. And now, mind you, that morning I was shopping around for the price. I was finding tattoo studios, contacting them on WhatsApp, and asking them their prices, showing them our pictures. I just, if we were going to get tattoos, I wanted to be very clear on how much we were about to spend and like what the norm was. So I messaged a few people and like maybe the first or second dude I messaged, he was like, oh, if you're getting small ones like that, then we have a deal three to five for 1500 pesos. And his deal was for up to an hour. So what, however many small tattoos you can do in an hour, you only pay $75, three to five, right? But like, if you only can get to three in an hour, then it's still 75. So I was like, okay, that sounds pretty good. Y'all know, I have never heard of something like that, especially in here. For one tattoo, they will quote you for 75. Some people have a $100 minimum. And I was looking at the work, their portfolio, the work was looking good, so yeah, I was down. And so I kept shopping around, kept like seeing what the norm was. One dude had the audacity for like every small picture I gave him. And like, y'all, one was literally a heart, a two-lined heart. Dun-dun, dun-dun. He charged like $100 for another small one. He charged like $150 and $125 and I was like oh he's crazy even in America I wouldn't pay those prices for that tattoo he really thought he had somebody and it's funny because y'all know I was already going on Google Translate and copying and pasting that in order to communicate so maybe I said the wrong thing mind you everybody else was replying to me in Spanish but for I guess maybe he saw my profile picture I really don't know how whatsapp works he was talking to me in English and I knew that because he gave me the the US dollar amount everybody else was giving it in pesos but anyway of course I ignored him and there was another dude he really didn't have a deal and I really couldn't see a lot of work so I kind of skipped him 
and he like required a PayPal deposit. It was all this stuff. And another dude really wanted me to come at 5 p.m. But I'm like, eh, we wanted to go to the mall first. And so I linked with one tattoo studio called the Black Lava Tattoo Studio. The owner quotes me the 1500 pesos, which is $75. He quotes me that deal for three to five tattoos, period. There is no time limit. And I was like, yeah, that's dope. Let's let's go with that. I don't know, one hour just felt really short. I went with the other dude because there wasn't a time limit and he had way more examples of work and his work actually looked good and I couldn't believe like this deal. I don't know, I just really wanted to get tatted by him. And he gives us a time of eight o'clock and so we have just enough time to go to the mall and then go to him and it's perfect. And we ended up rushing after we came from the mall to get to him. I think we got there maybe like 8, 10. And whenever I am rushing somewhere, I always feel like I'm in like America's Next Top Model and how she would have. I always think of like that Tokyo episode or they're in China or something like that. And they are just fighting for their lives, trying to navigate this town. So that's how I felt a little bit because we like couldn't find the the DD. He was like on the other side of the street. We didn't know how to get to the place. It was the whole thing. We finally made it to the tattoo studio and he had actually, I think, just started on somebody. So we did have to wait. I don't think he got started on me and I was the first one between the three of us to go until like 9.30 if not 10. Clearly we were next and we all wanted to do this before the end of our trip. So we were about to wait, but actually I really didn't mind the wait because while he was doing her tattoo, I really was solidifying what I was gonna get because I didn't know. And so I kept like getting my Google images together and like getting my ideas right, figuring out what color I want. Placement is like the hardest thing for me now because I do have so many tattoos. So I'm just like, okay, where am I going to put it? And so I get four tattoos. Yeah, I got the most tattoos that night between the three of us. And really one is just the heart. And honestly, a lot of people who I was sending the heart to, they're quick to tell you like, yeah, you're not supposed to get tattoos on your finger. If it fades, like I really wouldn't advise doing it. And I'm always like, okay, yeah, I know. I don't care, I wanna do it anyway. And so that one is, I'ma have to get redone. But I got my other heart redone twice, so I'm not surprised. But I just, I love having the heart. I love having hearts on my fingers and I may get more finger tats. Like, I just love them. I got my little heart. I got mind over matter on my forearm and two other ones. Y'all gonna have to see me in person. And actually, I'll explain it. I got the yin and yang symbols and don't judge me. I like what I like, but I have always wanted that tatted. I went from wanting like just the the one main sim symbol with the yin and the yang joined together. But I love it because I actually got the whole concept. So it's like the dark circle is the bad in life. The kind of transparent circle is the good in life. And then you have like the yang, which has the bad in life, black, circled with the good in life, which really appears in pictures as white. And then on the other side, you have the yin, which is white with a little bit of the yang in there, a little bit of the bad. And it's like in every situation, you have the good, the bad, 
the the not all the way bad but not all the way good and like that's just how we should view life there are going to be ups there are going to be downs but in each situation you have some balance there will always be a time to look at the good there will always be a time to kind of like reflect and make new choices and i just love what it represents so we got our tattoos and head back so the next day is my birthday august 17th I just wake up, do my thing, say my prayers, so thankful for another year, and I'm just doing my reflecting. I think I think just the fun thing about your birthday is like, you really just know that you're gonna talk to more people that day. Like, it's just your day. So it's like, people have to come to you to say, hey girl. And it's just like, y'all, it just feels good to have a birthday, doesn't it? It's just our day, you know, the one day of the year that is significant to you and you only, and yeah, your parents too, but it's yours, you know, it's symbolic. I look forward to talking to more people that day and just getting loved on. There's nothing wrong with wanting to get loved on. We were trying to go back to the same brunch spot from Monday. I thought I was taking us there on the DD. I took us to another place and that place ended up being temporarily closed. So then we had to DD back and it was just a whole thing and ugh. Cause the place we went was considered like downtown. And so now we're trying to get from downtown to another part. So it was like more expensive. And I was like, oh gosh, of all the, mis of all the mistakes to make. <laughs> but I did it and I was able to move past it and everyone was with me too. So um, made, a, made a oopsie, sent us to the wrong place, got back to the right place and I have French toast this time. Go back to the Airbnb. We are back chilling very hard. Matter of fact, I'm like, okay, I'm finna do a photo shoot. Like I have this beautiful home. I'm wearing, again, the theme is blue. So I'm wearing my blue dress and I'm just feeling cute. I think I brought some edge control on that trip too. So, or actually maybe I'm trying to like work on things that I need to like lay my edges down for every occasion. So I left them the way they were and but I just felt really cute. And so I had my tripod and I feel like anybody with a tripod and a camera is very dangerous. And so, yeah, I was just getting in my bag, doing my photo shoots. I went inside, outside the Frida Kahlo mural on the steps. I was everywhere. I think earlier that day we were like, oh my gosh, it's such a special day. We're going to go to this. I really wanted to go to an Italian restaurant. I know y'all are thinking, how are you going to eat? Italian food in Mexico but I feel like sometimes when you do go to these other countries and taste another cuisine they're doing it right I went to when I was in Milan Italy my Airbnb host had recommended this sushi place and he was like it's really good and I was like okay well I've been eating all this pasta I could eat more of it but I would love to have some sushi or even just see what that's about so I go to the place and when I tell you that sushi that sushi was crazy top two literally if not top one sushi I have ever had in my life so that was that I was kind of looking forward to seeing what the Italian food was hitting on especially at like a nice restaurant like the the locals like it so I wanted to see what it was about but then it got to be getting later and later and I was just taking the photos and we were just chilling and like that's why I love this part of the vacation so much is because sometimes it really does feel good to just do nothing 
and not even be ashamed about it. Like I could have been doing tons of stuff. I had recorded episodes right before I left for the podcast. I had like put them in a Google Drive, made them available offline. I was like, no matter what, whenever I have free time, I'm going to edit. But it was like, I don't know when I'm finna be back in Mexico. I don't know when. (laughs) Sometimes you have to just live in the present and just wait and just say that, you know, nobody's going to die. The world is not going to end if this has to get pushed back, which is hard for me. But such is life. I'm learning to not be so perfect. Yeah, it just got to the point where we were like, okay, I would love to have this, but I'm loving this comfort more. Like I'm choosing to lean into my rest. Like I would have had fun either way, but I was like, I just want something simple. I really want some more Uber Eats. Like I pretty much had a buffet that day and I still didn't get everything I wanted to. I wanted to order from different restaurants this time. And so I was like, okay, Uber Eats. And he's like, yeah, I'm with it. I'm like, okay, Betty. So we ordered what we really wanted to order, a bunch of good food, wings, ramen, um, cake. (laughs) And really, I'm just living my life. I'm just living the best life ever. I get to choose the movie with Chuki that we watch on Netflix. I ended up picking What Happens in Vegas because honestly, I realized I'm just a romantic comedy girl. Like actions are cool. I do love a good comedy, but I just don't know a lot of people who are doing it right. That's like catching my attention. I love a good drama, but romantic comedies just... They just make you feel all warm and bubbly. And I just love to see a happy ending. And I also love to laugh at like corny things, but like the actors are so good. Like whoever invented the romantic comedy genre snapped. It's it's just enough, it's just enough. It'll bring you to your knees. It'll bring you to tears. Like they do what they gotta do every single time. So I love romantic comedy, so I chose What Happens in Vegas. And I also love Ashton Kutcher. Like, I would watch anything he's in that's a comedy. Another movie that I got to pick. And each of these times, Chuki is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ate. Where's your plate? And I'm like, I know, because these are some good classic movies. That movie was Dude, Where's My Car? I don't know about y'all or if y'all remember that movie or if it impacted you the way it impacted me. But I really watched, just how I knew I was a very like obsessive child. Whatever movies I loved, I watched them nonstop. And y'all know a movie that was completely inappropriate for me to love the way I did and watch the way I did, How High. (laughs) I was in love with that movie. Everybody knew. I love that movie. It's so funny. That movie snaps. It just, it had the recipe. Just how I feel like what happened in Vegas had the recipe. Just what, just how I feel like Superstar. I don't know if y'all know that movie with Will Ferrell and my girl. I forget her name. Sorry, I have to look this up. I cannot disrespect her because she is really my girl. Okay, I need to like wrap this up. I have so many things to talk about. <sighs> this, this, y'all, this is literally why I have a podcast. So it's with Molly Shannon, Will Ferrell, Elaine Hendricks, Harlan Williams, Mark McKinney, Glennis Johns. So Molly Shannon is hilarious. It is really just one of those dry 
corny comedies, but I love that movie so much. And so I say all that to say, I watched Dudes Where's My Car a lot and laughed, cracked up every single time. I love that movie. So um, you already know Cameron Diaz and Ashton Kutcher 8, and it was an amazing movie. Went to bed, woke up the next morning, had time to like pack up. Our flight wasn't until two. Like, oh, everything was just perfect about this trip from the timing of things to just the locations, the, the Airbnbs, the perfect amount of rest and doing and the fact that I got to do nothing at the end and it just it had it was just like a ride and I just rode the wave I rode the wave y'all I rode it and I enjoyed my birthday 10 out of 10 top two not two I had an amazing time like wow that is my birthday trip well thank you for tuning in to this episode of We Outside, Mexico edition. And thank y'all for listening so much. When I post all of the content from this show, um, make sure you engage, subscribe, like, follow. We are on Twitter at ThankMePod. I promise y'all, Twitter is literally, literally, I'm such a tweeter. Like, I love to tweet. I think Twitter is a really good invention because especially when I'm watching a show or listening to music. So anyway, you'll get a lot of like that. And on Instagram, we are at thankmelaterpod. Make sure you leave us a review. (laughs) And thanks for tuning in. Until next time, toodles.